Welcome to Inside the Mind, a podcast hosted by myself, Jennifer Forster, and my beautiful co-host, Ali May. We're excited to be here, diving into edgy, raw, and relatable conversations woven together with mind-blowing questions that will shake up your model of the world, expand your thinking, unravel your beliefs, tease apart your patterns, and walk you to the very edges of everything you've ever believed about yourself. As NLP trainers, coaches, entrepreneurs, we'll be traversing the topics of business, relationships, money, family, spirituality, leadership, and personal growth, all through the discerning lens of NLP, ancient teachings, and a healthy sprinkling of womanly wisdom. One thing we believe to be true is that if we want a different outcome, we must be willing to ask a different question. And the answers to those questions are always inside the mind. humans and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mind. My name is Jen Five Star. I'm just going to go with that now. Right. Five Star and this is my beautiful co-host Ali May. And Ali, great episode today. We're going to be building on a previous episode today. So a few episodes back now, maybe four or five episodes, you can scroll back through and find it. We did an episode called Harnessing Masculine and Feminine Energy. And it's been one of our most listened to episodes. That and the feminine archetypes um, is slut really a dirty word. Those two episodes, if you haven't listened to them previously, uh, go and have a listen to them. They opened up a beautiful conversation in our inbox and with our messages around how, it's like to me, it's the Eckhart asking Mr. Eckhart Tolle, you know, well, that's great, Eckhart Tolle. That's very wise wisdom. And how does that apply to someone running their business? Or how does that apply to someone create, you know, in their family environment? How do we bring in harnessing masculine and feminine energy from a more tangible, pragmatic and practical experience? So that's what we want to talk about today. What would it look like? harnessing both masculine and feminine in energy in our businesses, in our worlds, in our families. So Ali, lead us off. Some jams, one of my favourite topics, mm. which I say every time. <laughs> I say that about every episode. If you follow us on Instagram and you see me every week, I go, this is my new favourite episode. And I'm not, it's a truth. It's a full truth. Every time I listen to one of our episodes, I go, this is my new favorite episode. I ring Ali, don't I? I ring you and I go, oh my God, Ali, this is my new favorite episode. So it, there's full truth in everything that we say. This is all all of our topics. We wouldn't be speaking about it if it wasn't, if we didn't froth on it. So let's go, Ali May, let's go. So if you are new to our channel, as Jen said, I would first go back and listen to the masculine and feminine episode mm-hmm. and then come back to this one. Firstly, I want to give a massive shout out to Lisa Lister who wrote the book Code Red. And if you haven't got a copy of that book, I highly recommend that you get a copy. We will drop the link to that book below for you so that you can get yourself a copy if you haven't already got it. I'm going to keep this super simple. And the reason that you may like to get the book or that you may want to go back and listen to our previous episode is because you're going to get the detail here. We experience on average blanket overview, two weeks of masculine energy and two weeks of feminine energy to keep it really simple. The week before our bleed and the week of our bleed is our feminine energy time. And the masculine is the week after the bleed and the week after that. And if you haven't got a bleed, if you're not bleeding as a woman, if you've had a hysterectomy, if you have the marina in, if you're taking any other form of contraception, if you went into early menopause at 45 like me (laughs) and no longer have a cycle, I still have a cycle. And that's my point where I want to go now. I was only laughing because of Jen's visuals on what she was doing, hand on her heart, little grin on her face. Yeah. 
It was cute. It was nice. We, we love our cycle. And, you know, so many women are taught to dislike their cycle. When I say cycle, it's from the first day of our bleed right the way through until the day before our next bleed. That's considered to be our cycle. I do not think I can go through this episode without giving some form of detail. I'm like, I was going to leave all the detail out. I'm, detail out. I'm like, nah, it's, I'll give some detail. Mm-hmm. So when, whether we have a bleed or not, we experience a cycle and it just may mean that you follow the moons, either the new moon or the full moon. Then this is where from the book or our previous episode, you will get more information. Now, let me just backtrack a little bit. Most women that I know that are in the circles that I'm in are high achieving women. They're women that have most likely experienced burnout before. And, you know, give a busy person, give a busy woman or a woman who does a lot of things another task and she'll gladly do it. That's the kind of people that I yeah, have been around. There's an old saying that says, want something done, give it to a busy person. Yeah. <laughs> because they're likely to get, they'll just get it done. They'll do it. There's never an excuse of, I don't have enough time for that. And if they do use that as an excuse, they genuinely haven't got anywhere to fit that. So what I've seen over over the years is a lot of women are in an imbalance and when we're in that space of constantly go 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 do 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 high achieve high achieve we're actually living from a space of our masculine energy we're not in our feminine energy when we are when we're doing that when we're in that get shit done mode that's classic masculine and then the feminine feminine i think a lot of high achieving women misunderstand the feminine energy she's not weak she's not ditzy or she's not She's none of those things. She's an important part of us. The feminine is an important part of us. And a lot of high achieving women will say, I just do not have, I don't know how to be a woman. I'm not, I'm very masculine. That will be the thing that I hear. Yeah, I'm very masculine. Well, we're taught to be quite masculine unless we're naturally flowy feminine women. Now, in order for us to not have burnout, to feel fulfilled in our lives, to connect deeply in with who we are, I believe it's important for us to have a balance between our masculine and feminine energy. Is this easy for high achieving women? Not always. And it's a practice just like anything else. And it may be easy for you. It's a choice. Everything's a choice, right? So a way to look at this for for you business first and foremost, if you want to have a beautiful balance in the masculine and feminine sphere, then the week of your bleed, uh, the week before your bleed and the week of your bleed, or if you're not bleeding, check in with the moon cycles, read the book, get the details on this. I'm going to talk about the bleed for now because it's just easy for me to reference it this way. The week before when you would bleed and the week of when you would bleed, they're the two weeks where it's our downtime. It's our time for reflection. It's our time for self. It's the time when typically we would want to watch Netflix Uh, do some soft form of yoga, do a different kind of training. So maybe a little bit more breath work. It's a time when we might want to be more artistic and creative. It's a time for us to replenish. It's the time for us to take time for ourselves, ask for support. It's the time to delegate. It's the time when we get to take time for ourselves, which we're not taught to do as women. When we're in our masculine, the week after our bleed and then the week after that, That's our get shit done time. That's when we feel like queen of fucking everything. That's when things feel easy. It's when nothing's really an issue for us if we're in alignment and if we're balanced within ourselves. Mm -hmm. Now, if we are go, 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 do, do, do all the time, we may find that in the feminine part of our cycle, we have migraines, we have PMS, we feel feelings of depression, we feel feelings of anxiety, et cetera, et cetera. When we learn to come into balance, when we learn to honor that feminine part of our cycle, to give to ourselves more, to 
ask for more support, to take a bit of downtime. When we're in the masculine and the doing, when we're in that time, we will tend to have more energy in that time. We will tend to be able to do more things. And then once we do all of that, once we're in that two weeks of, you know, that's that's the time to book in meetings. That's the time to make big decisions. That's the time to work on the projects. That's the time to, to do the collaborations. And then as we come back into that feminine again, take that rest time, take that downtime, let ourselves be in that natural innate state of being woman so that we can continue the cycle of get shit done, come into relax, get shit done, come into relax. And that's balance to me. So a couple of key things here, which, um, which I really love because anyone who has been following me for a little while, you will have seen a distinct shift and change um, over the last five-ish years, I think four or five years in how I do business and how I incorporate the masculine and feminine energy into my business. So um, I'll give some tangible examples here. So when I am in my two weeks of feminine energy, I will look at my diary and I will look at the things that have to get done, right? You know, in an ideal world, we would not be doing anything in those two weeks. However, I get that, you know, we run businesses, uh, executive leadership roles, we may be running our own companies, whatever it is. However, what we can do is be really, really clever and masterful with this. So what I don't do when I'm in those two weeks is I don't schedule in anything extra, right? I'm very, very, I become very conscious and aware. So when I'm in my two weeks of feminine energy, I'm very unlikely to get to schedule in a a morning networking breakfast at 6am. I just wouldn't do that because because my feminine wouldn't, (laughs) you know, my feminine energy wouldn't want that. You know, she wants to have her mornings slow. So I would clear any of my morning appointments and start the, the guts of my day from around 10 a.m. and keep it going to around 2, 3 p.m. And I would only have appointments that are high priority appointments, the things that I absolutely must do in my business. Might be some client contact work, might be some other bits and pieces. Now, when I move into my masculine, my two weeks of masculine energy, when I am just on fire and I've just got so much energy in the, you know, the ideas, that's when I would schedule in the networking events, the masterminding. That's when I would do anything extra because I know that in that two week period, I've got the energy to do the extra, right? The extra thing. Now, when I started shifting that in my world, in my actual, in my real life, if you like, what happened was crazily, my productivity went through the roof. Now, most of us as I'm a reformed high, high achiever. In fact, I, you know what? I'm a conscious high achiever now. I still love to achieve. I just do it in a way that isn't going to burn me out, isn't going to have me be a bitch to my family, be a bitch to my friends and be a bitch as a boss, right? I just don't, it's just not how I roll anymore. And so my productivity is through the roof. It's through the roof because I'm resting when I'm meant to rest, restoring, resting, restoring when I'm meant to rest. And I'm in high productivity when I'm meant to be in my highest productivity. Lisa Lister is an extraordinary person to really get a grounding for this. And a lady called uh, Kate Northrop, she speaks to this as well. And to me, it's the new era of feminine leadership. It really is the new era of feminine leadership. When we become empowered in our masculine energy and our feminine energy, and when we do that, we're not being a bitch to ourselves, first and foremost. 
So when I'm in my feminine energy, when I'm in that only doing what I need to do in my work week in those two weeks, when I'm having lots of rest, when I'm having a slow morning, when I'm taking time out and snuggling up in bed and watching some Netflix, here's what I'm not doing. I'm not calling myself lazy, unproductive. Um, I'm not comparing myself to other women. I'm not telling myself people are getting ahead of me. I'm not telling myself I'm going to be behind on everything. I'm actually loving and nourishing and speaking to myself in such a way that it helps then uh, two weeks of masculine energy kick in. I am, I'm truly this force. I'm this force of nature, this force to be reckoned with. And it's Oh, I can't even begin to tell you the change in my business and the clients that I attract and my income, all the things, everything has changed exponentially when I began to truly work with and harness my masculine and my feminine energy and love on both, love on myself in both of those times. One is not better than the other. So I often hear, I just want to add this in, Ali, as well. I often you know, to me, there's a lot of polarizing on social media at the moment around this. And the language that I see a lot is the boss babe, the hustle and grind, you know, the being really proud because, you know, we've just worked from six in the morning until six at night or whatever it is. And then there's the opposite of that, where there's the the language around fuck the hassle, fuck the hustle, sorry, fuck this, you know, fuck being a boss babe. To me, they are just the opposite ends of the same pole. Now, here's where I find becoming really empowered in our masculine and feminine. We don't diss on either. We know that there is a time for both. One isn't preferable over the other. One isn't better than the other. One doesn't make you a saint. One doesn't make you a sinner. One doesn't, they don't make you anything. The woman that can harness the power and embrace the power of both being able to hustle when you're in your season for hustling and to be able to rest from an empowered state when you're in your season to rest the woman that can do that and harness both that to me is the new era of feminine leadership yeah I love yeah. that yeah I love that very much to add on to that first and foremost know when your cycle is. So many women do not know when they're about to bleed or when their cycle is if you do not bleed. So first and foremost, know that. Second, get a diary, a tangible diary, or you know, have your diary on your computer, however you like to, to work it. I'm an old school, old school gal. I buy my diaries, big A4 size diaries in October. <laughs> Me too. I love mapping it all out. I love seeing it. I, I do not have a diary on my phone. So funny. My feminine energy loves my paper diary <laughs> and I love to love on my feminine energy. Mm. So we have, a. I get my, order my, I have, a, I have an A5 and it's a week to a page and I order it every October, November as well. I love that. And I get to choose. I've ordered it from the same company for the last five years and I just love it. It's got a linen cover and usually a bit of gold and mm. so pretty. I have to have for myself, I like the A4 page because I like a day to a page. I like the times. For me, I love to just map out and put circles on things. Oh, it's creative, right? It's our, that's our feminine, as Jen just shared. So, you know, get something for yourself where you can map your month out in advance. If you're not doing this and it's something that you wish to bring into your life, you desire to bring into your life, this is a way that you can do it. Pre-map it out. And then for that, it's like, okay, so what's your time for yourself? Map that out first because you should be number one, in my opinion, number one in your own life. 
because everything then flows from there. Ecology. Everything. Yeah, ecology. So for us, ecology in NLP, if you haven't heard us talk about that, is is it good for self? Is it good for others? Is it good for society? And is it good for the planet? So putting ourselves first in both genes and my world is hits all four on the head. Mm-hmm. So mapping out the time for yourself first. And then if you have a family, pop in your family time and then pop in your business time. Then what's your rec time for yourself and map it out. Have a look and see, okay, when is my two weeks of my feminine energy and what do I want to do within this time frame? Okay, what have I got in mind coming up that I desire to do and pop that in your masculine. You might want to write a lot of content for your uh, website or you might want to batch content for your socials you might find that the best time for you to do that is in the week before your bleed Mm -hmm. that could be your downtime writing in the creative phase you're only going to know how your cycle works for you when you actually have a look at your cycle and do the process for that which the book or a previous episode of ours should tell you that or you come and do a training with jen and i on this Mm -hmm. as well so code red will talk to you in a lot of detail around that's a way that you can start to really start to work with your feminine and masculine energy a know when you're bleeding b know what your cycle looks like for yourself c buy the book so you understand your cycle if you don't understand it and d grab yourself a tangible diary or do it online and map out your month for yourself they are four very easy things that you can do to start diving into this work and then it can filter out to every other area of your life me personally so my partner is a trainer and the training that they do at the gym is it's not a standard type training not a standard type gym the training that they do there is high intensity and i said to him i do not want to do the training when i'm in the week before my bleed and when i'm bleeding which i've just gone through now and so he said come do this class at this time and just take your time on that whereas if i was doing the class in the morning or the evening with everybody it's high intensity it's go 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 i am not i'm a 43 year old woman i am not putting myself my body through that the stress when I've got myself to a point in my life where I'm in balance. And let me just backtrack a little bit there. Being 43, we can do whatever we want. I do not mean that age is a factor here. What I mean by that is I had spent so much of my life pushing and pushing and pushing and going into staying in that masculine state and doing all the hard stuff that now where I'm at, at this beautiful age that I'm at, in the honoring of my body, in understanding my body, I'm not going to undo what I've got myself, like the point I've got myself to by doing a training that doesn't feel like it's of service to my body. So how can I still do the training, but do it in a way that feels good for me? So that's something else that we can do. When we look at, so we look at our training, we look at our business. If we look at our family, when we come into that time, the week before our bleed and the week of our bleed, if you are the woman who typically does everything, cooks, cleans, looks after the kids, runs around, takes the kids to sports, does all of that, how can you ask for more support? And please do not sit there and say to me, I just can't do that because yes, we can as women. It's one thing I find frustrating when women go, no, I can't ask that. Start teaching your children what it's like to support a woman. Start teaching your children what it's like to support themselves. Get the kids on board with what it is, like making the lunches and prepping the dinner and doing all of that. If you have a partner in your life, you know, it might be that you desire more like a cup of tea every night, uh, the week before you're due for your bleed. Whatever it is for you, start asking for some support in your family or start creating that in your family life. Because if you have children, I really want to add this in here, Ali, because if you have children, know that who you are being is what you are teaching them to accept for themselves when they grow up. So if you do not desire for your son or your daughter to experience life the way you're currently experiencing it, then telling them how it should be is not going to have any impact because our kids 
in my experience at least, our children do not listen to what we say. They watch what we do and they copy that. 100%. So that's three different areas of our life. We've got business. We've got, oh, I'm just going to add self in as well. We've got health. health we've got um, family. family. So self, I touched on this before. I am number one in my world. Number one without a doubt. Mm-hmm. To me, it's not selfish. It's necessary. Because if I put my family before me, I'm a mess. If I put business before me, I'm a mess. If I put health before me, well, health and stuff kind of go, go side by side for me. If I put anybody else first before myself, then I don't function at my optimal. So what in that time frame for self is like, what are some things that are nurturing and nourishing? I will not hop in an ice bath when I'm a couple of days out from my bleed and when I'm on my first couple of days of my bleed, no fucking way. My body's just like, do not do that to me. Mm. It's too much. It's Mm. too intense. Same with the training. It's like, well, what does my body desire during that time? It could be sleep-ins. It could, well, I had two sleep-ins this week, which I don't usually do, or last week, two sleep-ins. It could be walks on the beach, you know, making the time for extra walks on the beach. It could be starting the day two hours later than normal. Whatever it is for you, what's important to you? What's something that you can do for yourself so that you can honor yourself as a woman in your feminine and in your masculine energy? And I think, you know, to close this episode out, we've looked at four different areas of our lives. We've looked at how we can start to harness our own masculine and feminine energy phases in that time. And I think as a simple start it today, start doing this today, start simply by putting your hand on your heart, close your eyes for a second and just tune in to that really deep inner part of you. You know, for me, I call that part of me her. If you're a guy, you might call it him. I don't know. You could call it Pinocchio. They, depends on, depends on. Exactly. You could call it Pinocchio. You could call it a magpie. It doesn't matter what you call it. But you know the part that I'm talking about because it's that deep, deep knowing, that deep, deep intuitive in the bowels of your soul, that part of you. And close your eyes and tune into that part of you and ask the question, what do you desire right now? What is the thing that you that you want most right here, right now, in my day, right? In this day that we have today. It'll take you 30 seconds. And to begin to build trust with your masculine and feminine energy and the place from which that comes, begin to ask that question, begin to hear what you hear, and then begin to keep that promise. Often when I ask that myself that, it's not a, a novel. She doesn't tell me a novel. She tells me something as simple as a walk by the river. It could, sometimes she just says, can we stand in the sunshine today? Can we lay under a tree today? Can we have a great big salad today? Simple, simple things. Tune in, listen, and then keep that promise to that part of yourself. That's a great way, just as a tiny thing that you can do right here, right now, to begin to connect with your energies, your masculine and your feminine energy. Yeah, because they both serve you. They both serve you and they're here to serve you. Yeah, and I feel like another episode will come from this episode as well and from our previous one on masculine and feminine energy around how to hold your feminine energy, how to have your masculine energy hold your feminine energy. So keep an ear out for that one as well. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of Inside the Mind. We love and appreciate you and we are looking forward to catching you on the next episode. See you soon.